0: Welcome to the Bond Brain. And now, without further ado, here's your host, Bud West. Welcome back to the Bond Brain for the fifth episode in the comparison between the character 007, the 007 movies, and the Spycraft documentaries that are now running on Netflix. This episode delves into covert communication, or as it's apparently referred to in the world of real spycraft, Covecom. And basically, the whole goal there being to communicate with your organization without being caught, without being detected, without anyone intercepting that particular message that's being sent. It goes into the historical use of you know, when when secrets were passed by printed paper and dead drops and signals that people would set up for those dead drops. And we really don't see Bond using dead drops very often. I mean, we, we certainly see other ways of, of signaling. We we see the tracking devices in the heel of his shoe in Goldfinger. We see in Casino Royale the device implanted into his arm and then later in Spectre the, quote, smart blood So that bond can be tracked and monitored. But that's not really what COVCOM is. Although that is passing in a clandestine way information, it's not really what they're talking about here. Here they're really talking about actual information, not location, not vital signs. Information such as whatever has been clandestinely collected as evidenced in one of the previous episodes. Nowadays, they still actually do apparently make use of dead drops, but they do it in a digital way so that a digital dead drop will be created in an area where someone merely needs to kind of ride by, and then the data is transferred through Bluetooth or through Wi-Fi. So it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. I think two of the things really, really stand out in this as being directly related to Bond. And that is one of the things they went into and what we saw in You Only Live Twice. And that is the use of the Microdot. And we see Tiger's operatives intercept and pull up a Microdot. They put it up on the screen, they see Bond and Tiger see the boat, and then they go into further investigation to dig into what's going on. Now, at one point in this it's actually pretty cool because they go into something called OTS or the Office of Technical Services, a subdivision of the American Central Intelligence Agency. This is, in and of itself, Q-Branch. I mean, it is Q-Branch to like the nth degree. It was started in 1951, and the individual that's interviewed during this documentary actually even uses the words James Bond Q-Branch, and he describes it as imagine having Q-Branch with 10 or 30 or, or even more Qs, like a team of Qs, constantly working on different ways to communicate. And basically what they're looking to do really is find ways to take communication and disguise it as something else it's just like the transmitter in the shoe it looks like an ordinary shoe and one of really cool examples that they give is uh, a pair of fishing rods with two guys fishing in the same stream a few miles apart the rod itself is the antenna there's a transmitter inside the handle and these guys could actually speak to one another they go into various other forms that you've seen over the years in history if you've ever read any of this stuff burst transmissions in other words that was something actually that was used if you've ever seen the movie Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks. In that movie, that is actually what the Russian operative or the Russian spy is doing. He's using what's called burst transmission. So very quickly, uh, a large amount of information is sent uh, over a very short, short period of time. So that's the covert part. You're trying to create a very small window for intercept there. They go into things like Invisible Ink and secret writing, and they actually go into the One of the things that I thought was pretty interesting, and it never really occurred to me, that the weakest link in any system of covert communication is the agent themselves. And they talk about various other ways that information can be passed. And if anyone's ever watched the Jack Ryan series on Amazon, you know that they use a video game to communicate back and forth. Uh, I thought it was interesting that that they went into microdots, they touched on the dark web They really placed COVCOM as the pinnacle of any spy operation. That it doesn't really matter what information you've stolen, if you can't communicate it back to the people that can make use of it and in a timely manner, it's it's a waste of pretty much a waste of time. But I thought it was cool that they talked about the microdots. I thought it was very cool that they specifically tied the Office of Technical Services to Q Branch. So it was an interesting episode. I don't really have much more to say on it, though. But there's definitely some parallels or some instances in the Bond movies where we see actual realistic modern-day CovCom used by Bond. Some of the things that we see come out of Q Branch in the TV show, they kind of look fantastic, but when you really look at some of the things that came out of this Office of Technical Services and, and similar organizations, For other intelligence organizations around the world, you realize that yeah, a lot of this Bond stuff it is not as far fetched as you think it is. That is all I have for now. It was a very interesting episode. Thank you for listening and this is Bud West with the Bond Brain and the Bond Brain will return.